from API. This is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm your host, Jane Van Ryan. In recent years, the state of California has enacted bills and promulgated regulations that have greatly expanded its protection of the environment. California, for example, has its own recipe for gasoline, its own automobile emission standards, and numerous other regulations aimed at protecting the air and water within the state. Now it's working on a low-carbon fuel standard that's raising a lot of questions. Catherine Reheis-Boyd of the Western States Petroleum Association is on the phone with us today to shed some light on this new proposal. Welcome, Catherine. Hello, Jane. It's great to be with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, let's start at the very beginning here. Why is California developing a low-carbon fuel standard, and just what is it? Well, California is in the process of developing the standard as part of a statewide effort to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, The state adopted a very ambitious greenhouse gas reduction law back in 2006, and that law requires total greenhouse gas emissions to be reduced to 1990 levels by 2020, and that's about a 28% reduction. Uh, Shortly after the law went into effect, Governor Schwarzenegger issued his own executive order, which created the low-carbon fuel standard, and it requires that the carbon intensity of most transportation fuels, and we're speaking primarily of gasoline and diesel fuel, be reduced by at least 10% by the year 2020. The idea is that entities subject to the standards, such as transportation fuel producers and refiners, would be required to mix low-carbon fuels into their supply so that the overall greenhouse gas content would decline on average. Now, the low-carbon fuel standard doesn't specify how this reduction is to be achieved, And the California Resources Board is in the process of finalizing regulations intended to specify these details. But our industry is concerned because there really isn't any technology or alternative fuel supply available today that can be used to meet the full 10% reduction requirement. The transportation sector represents about 40% of the state's total greenhouse gas emissions. So these efforts certainly to reduce emissions from cars and trucks They're very important to meeting the state's climate change goals. You say that the overall goal of this program is to reduce the carbon intensity of the fuels by 2020. But what does that mean for the fuel industry? When would it need to be able to create these new fuel blends? Well, Jane, we don't know yet. The California Resources Board is responsible for determining exactly how the low-carbon fuel standard will be implemented and enforced. It is expected to adopt regulations in April of this year, and then to finalize them by December. Does a low-carbon fuel actually exist today? (laughs) Well, there are alternative fuels that exist today which have lower carbon intensities than our petroleum-based fuels, but they face many challenges. First, these alternatives are not yet capable of being produced in sufficient quantities. Next, no one knows if they can be produced in a manner that makes them affordable and sufficiently reliable for the consumers. And finally, the infrastructure to get these alternatives to consumers does not exist yet. Well, Catherine, what would happen if refiners are unable to develop a low-carbon fuel before the deadline? Well, the state has not yet developed enforcement penalties, but these regulations are likely to be a work in progress for some time to come. Right now, we're focused on working with the state to develop regulations that are cost-effective, technically feasible, and don't jeopardize our state's fuel supply 
don't unnecessarily harm consumers and help California achieve its climate change goals. What are the potential routes that refiners could take to produce fuels that meet the low-carbon fuel standard? Well, the proposed rule doesn't impose any particular fuel mandate or technologies to meet the standard. It could involve things like blending new kinds of biofuels, hydrogen fuels, purchasing credits from electric utilities for use with electric cars, or some combination of all of these activities to meet the goal. Or it could involve some new fuel technologies that have not yet even been developed. Now, state regulators have said their idea is to force technological innovation and investment in these new technologies. Our concern remains that if those technologies can't be developed in time to meet these deadlines that the low-carbon fuel centers have set forth, California could find itself with an inadequate supply of fuel or consumers could face extraordinarily high fuel costs or even both. People sometimes forget that California is the third largest gasoline-consuming entity on the face of the earth. Only the United States as a whole and China use more gasoline on a daily basis than to California consumers. We use around 45 million gallons of gasoline each day in this state. And our industry works very hard every day to make sure there is adequate and reliable supply of about the cleanest burning fuels on the planet available to California consumers and that those fuels are as affordable as possible. So what is the Western States Petroleum Association doing to help shape these regulations? Well, our members are working diligently with their resources board, the California Energy Commission, the governor's office, and other groups and agencies to try to develop a framework for the successful implementation of the low-carbon fuel standard. You know, at the same time, we are concerned that the Air Resources Board is moving ahead very quickly to develop regulations without doing some of the things that must be done first and, in fact, that are required by law to be done. For example, the Air Resources Board is required to do an economic impact analysis of the low-carbon fuel standard, and that's to determine its impact on consumers. The board's also required to conduct what is known as a life cycle analysis of the various alternative fuels that might be used to meet the standard. That is really to ensure that they don't inadvertently create more greenhouse gas emissions than our current fuels and make matters worse. In addition, the state's required to conduct an analysis to ensure there's an adequate supply of low-carbon fuels available for consumers. And finally, the state law also requires that possible new fuels be looked at carefully to determine their impacts on things like air and water quality. So it sounds like you're recommending that the state slow down a little, think through the standard very carefully, and not cause any unintended consequences for consumers and the economy. Is that correct? That's right, Jane. We believe these important steps must be done and done correctly before moving into the implementation phase of this very new program. We have a lot of experience in California with new fuel reformulations designed to improve and protect the environment. Some of those experiences have been very positive and some have not been so positive. Those fuel changes that have worked well with minimal adverse consequences on consumers, energy supplies, and the environment, well, they've been the ones that were carefully and thoughtfully reviewed, studied, and implemented. We believe the low-carbon fuel standard needs a lot more analysis and study than it is currently getting. I mean, after all, this is the most radical and comprehensive change to transportation fuel formulations ever undertaken. There's a lot at stake here, and we can't afford to get it wrong. Catherine Reheis-Boyd, thank you so much for joining us today on Energy Tomorrow Radio. Thank you, Jane, for having me. 
Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.